How's it going, Matt? Not too bad. How you doing? Not too bad. Long time no see. Long time indeed, I know. Uh, so, uh, I don't know where to go from there. <laughs> <laughs> it's quite the opener, I know. Yeah. Hard to follow up on. Yep. We're going to talk about Kickstarter today. Yeah, Kickstarter. Um, When was the last time you backed something on Kickstarter? I'm looking right now. Uh, How do you even check? I see estimated delivery, but I don't see Um, when I actually did the backing. Uh, Let me try and remember. uh, Ah, uh, I do remember. I do remember. You you just have to click on whatever the the top thing is and see when it was funded. Right, I see. Um, The Bay Area Regional Planner board game was my last back. That sounds exciting. Yeah, oh man. <laughs> uh, if you need a uh, intro to it, it's literally that. It's uh it's a board game where it's a cooperative board game where you essentially manage the sitting planning for the San Francisco Bay Area and try and solve the housing crisis. Right. I have uh somewhat odd interests perhaps, but yes. Oh, you know what's interesting? Uh mm. I never noticed this before, but I just looked up that project, uh, the Bay Area Regional Planner, and if you go to the Kickstarter project, you, there's a button to buy the game online. Interesting. So, uh, so, so now someone like me who knew nothing about it at the time of the Kickstarter could very easily find a place to buy it. Buy the game online. So I guess if you're someone doing a Kickstarter project, you probably have the option to set that up, I yeah. guess? Looking at a couple other projects here. That, that's a feature that I ha- was not aware of. Hmm. Yeah, I'm seeing it in some other projects here too. Hmm. Um. So, did that arrive? It did. Yes. Nice. <laughs> that did arrive. Yes. <laughs> Has anything else you've backed arrived? <laughs> um. Let's see. Uh. Whoa, did I get this? I have like two games here that are supposed to have arrived that I know I did not get. Um, most of what I have pledged has arrived and I am playing it. So. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Uh, I I suspect you have more things on your list than I do. What kind of things are you backing? Uh, I've backed a total of ten things that succeeded and three that did not succeed. Uh, so how do you check? This is successful pledges. I'm uh, if, yeah, if you go to back projects, successful pledges over uh, over on the light, bleh, over on the right, it will say how many projects, and then you can scroll down to the bottom. And if there were unsuccessful pledges, it'll tell you how many of those too. Looks like I've never supported anything that did not succeed. Right. I don't remember doing so either. So. Um, okay, well, I, I have nine items in my list, so we're not okay. off by all that much. I suspect, uh, I suspect some of these are the same. Uh, possibly. So I've got ten, and and I've got four that were a success, like that actually delivered. And I have one that I am confident is going to succeed because I've, I've gotten like... Uh, early access to it, but it's just not completely finished. Hmm. Um, but it was estimated to deliver September 2016, so it's quite late. Hmm. Um, I have one here that's estimated delivery is March 2014 that I don't have yet. So nice. I have one estimated delivery December 2012 that has not completed. <laughs> <laughs> Is it that one where the guy like burned all the copies of it that were half finished? 
No, no. Uh, so this is Hero U, Rogue to Redemption by the Quest for Glory designers. Okay, okay. Um, Sounds like so, your kind of thing. Uh, sort of. So this is a project that um, I haven't honestly been particularly enthusiastic about, but hmm. I contributed to it and, and it was the first project I contributed to on Kickstarter because uh, the Quest for Glory games, uh, which were by Sierra on the original like 1993 floppy disks or something, um, those are perhaps the best games I've ever played. Wow. And I did not buy those games. Hmm. Those those were games that my next door neighbor gave me their floppy disks, and I just played them. And and that guilt of not supporting them haunted you until kind of 2010. Kind of like when when I saw that like the creators of my favorite game of all time were fundraising to make a game, I was like, okay, well here's my money. <laughs> Yeah, it's good you think that way. I mean, I increasingly think that way. I I also think that way, but like, I don't know. I know a lot of people who don't, and in my younger yeah. years, it's something I probably wouldn't have put much thought into. Yeah. Yeah. I guess um, as you get involved, as you get older, and you start building things and making things yourself, you know how important it is to to get that support um, yeah. as a maker, right? Yeah, so I mean, December, that was, when did that complete? Uh, that completed in November of 2012. So we would have been working on our very first uh, indie project, uh, Birthright or, or whatever we called right. it back then, Project A. <laughs> project B, I think. <laughs> uh, so yeah, we would have just very, very freshly started working on an indie thing together and... Right. and so that was the first project I backed was an indie thing by people that I uh, expected would get the job done. Right. I, um, I kind of remember too, like back then Kickstarter was, at least was, to me, it was a newish thing. It wasn't even available in Canada back then. Yeah, 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 that's right. Yeah. So, I mean, we were looking at potentially doing a Kickstarter at some point, and then there was the Canada thing, and then we were looking at Indiegogo, and yeah, uh, yeah a lot of things. Yeah, my my first back project here, um, which is one I kind of regret, um, and it's totally ridiculous, but it's uh, Cheetah Men Two: The Lost Levels. <laughs> have you have you heard of it? I've heard of Cheetah Men. Yeah. Okay. Well, Cheetah Men Two was another shitty game by the same group of people, um, which I think did not get released, if I remember properly. And then, like yeah, years later, yeah, it was just no, there was. I mean, the first uh, what uh, Action Fifty Two sold so poorly. They, I think, they went out of business before they ever managed to ship this game. But they yeah. finished it, kind of, if you call it finished. And uh, like some number of years later, they found like a bazillion copies in some warehouse somewhere of uh, yeah. Men Two. I shouldn't say a bazillion, some amount, like some like two thousand or so. Um, which makes it actually quite a rare game, so it's quite sought after. But the yeah. game, um, the actual game itself is broken. Um, I forget, I think it's like the third level you can't actually beat because the game glitches out on the boss. Yeah. Um, so people like have like hacked the ROM or like done whatever else to like get past it and finish the whole game. This particular uh, Cheetah Men 2 Lost Levels is yeah. a physical copy that it's the same game, but it, and it like fixes that glitch. <laughs> So $60 was a lot for that. I mean, it's just ridiculous. But for me, it was I, I knew I'd never find Cheetah Men 2 for my collection. Yeah. Um, or rather, I, I'd never find it for a price I'd be willing to pay for. 
Um, and instead of paying like some number of hundreds of dollars for the physical cart, that's you know who cares? I'll just get this, and that'll count. That that for me, I now own Cheetah Man Two. Woohoo! Right. So yeah. for that reason, I backed it. Um, I mean, it's a it's a hundred bucks if you want to buy it now. Cheetah Man Two. <laughs> Is it really? Yep. That's hilarious. Um, well, I I I guess I'm glad I bought it. I don't know. <laughs> um, I have it anyway. They shipped it to me. Yeah. And in good time too, if I remember correctly. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, did you a... I remember talking about this game with you. Did you back Radio the Universe? No. So I think we looked at it together and maybe maybe it was the art style I think we were looking at and we were saying, yeah, this looks really cool. And maybe I backed it and you didn't, I don't know. Um I'm looking it up right now cuz I don't rem- I remember the name but uh no, I totally don't remember this at all. I remember really? the name and that's it. Maybe it was me who was saying, I like this art style, let's go for it. I don't know, but um, this uh, this is certainly something we at one point discussed. And I liked yeah. the look of it, it looked really cool, it looked really fun, so I backed it. Estimated delivery March 2014, so still waiting for that one. Um, the, they do continue to post updates, and it does still look <laughs> really cool. <laughs> and, I mean, I backed it for 25 bucks, like, you know, it's yeah. it's lunch I'm surprised somewhere. that's not done, because it, it, I'm looking at the trailer here and it, it looks like it's a mostly complete game. Yeah, um, the very first trailer ever looked that way. Huh. Yeah, so. the, uh, there's a trailer here published on March 9th of this year, 2016, and someone says, when is this game coming out? It's <laughs> <And that's> like <laughs> the only comment. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I still think it looks really cool, and I'm still looking forward to it. I I kind of stopped, I don't know, thinking about it on a, a day-to-day, I don't know, month-to-month basis. I, yeah. But once I do hear of it, um, yeah, I look forward to it. That was my second backing. Um, my third backing is a game I don't even remember. Emerald? Uh, I don't know that one. Simply called Emerald. Um, by Nick Young. That's the one. Um Reactivated derelict spaceship in zero G. Experience memories from your past. A story-based action-adventure game for PC. Uh, yeah, uh, has this? I think this still has not shipped. Let me check. Vancouver, Canada. Maybe this was like something I heard I of mean, from I the mean, full indie meetups. Yeah, probably. I yeah. mean, it it succeeded at like just over ten thousand dollars. So it's like that's not enough money to do anything. I know. It's it's weird how many people have been coming out and and, and trying to kickstart games for like five thousand like, dollars and yeah, stuff. Nothing. But it's like they can't. Like it, if it's it makes you wonder what. Yeah. What do, what do they need the money for? You either have enough for the game already, or you don't, and you still don't. Right. Like yeah. I, I don't. It's a weird amount, really. It's like to cover a few administrative fees or something. I, like I, I don't know. It's yeah. I feel really like when, when you've got that. When you're asking for that little money, it's basically like you know absolutely nothing about music and you need to hire someone to do your music or something. <laughs> that's um, like the only thing I can imagine. Because yeah. it's well, like, that's not enough to pay wages for even a month. Oh, well, is this, I think this was someone building the game themselves and then maybe they have a full-time job. Yeah. So this is just, I, I really have no idea. I mean, I guess the fact that the game's still not out should tell you I'm yeah. not criticizing necessarily the person for their ability to work on this game or whatever, but, you know, they're, they're, understanding of what's involved yeah. is probably quite off so yeah yeah uh, 
which you know I had something like that too uh, where I backed this uh, this project where this like super ambitious guy uh, decided he wanted to write an entire symphony and, and get a, a symphony to record it and stuff and uh, estimated delivery September 2013 and that still hasn't <laughs> but been it succeeded done. right yeah. Oh, yeah. and I should mention that uh, I I downplay his his ability to get it done and and his over ambitions. This is the guy that did the music for Skyrim and Guild Wars and <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Just some Jeremy. nobody. Yeah, right. just just some nobody uh, <laughs> who yeah is is uh, not very liked by his fans at the moment cuz he hasn't delivered on this. Yeah, it's that's a, the big danger in doing a Kickstarter. I mean, I don't know. It's it's you're paid in advance. That's yeah. a scary thing, right? That's yeah. a, to me, it's a scary thing because I mean, I don't know. Of course, people are going to be upset no matter what, right? Yeah. They don't know what they're getting yet. So I will have moved one, two, three, four, five times <laughs> since this Kickstarter was originally succeeded. Nice. So, are you one of those people that like sends the guy a message on his Kickstarter project every month or two to yell at him, or are you just kind of like, I'm just going to leave it there and let it happen? Well, uh, I did send a message on June 2015. Uh, I sent I, I sent them a mail a message and I said, just as an update, I know the album's not recorded yet, but my mailing address has changed three times since this Kickstarter <laughs> and will likely change again before it's delivered. Make sure you don't rely on the addresses that are currently on file. I think I found when things finish, I often get a mail saying, give us your latest info. Yeah. Yeah. But so. but they did, they did like a survey like the month it finished and it's like, okay, I guess. <laughs> Where it's will be you be living soon. in five years? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Um, uh, looking at your whole list, what, what like how much of what you back is games? How much is other things? Like what what kind of uh, uh, proportions do you have there? So I've backed two music projects, um, two educational projects, and I guess that leaves six game projects. Educational? What what, yeah. what are the educational projects? Uh, so there was a guy named uh, um, uh, Ben Tristam. Okay. Who, who does video tutorials and so he did a course that's called learn to make video games unreal developer course in c++ cool um so did it finish I, uh technically no okay um I, I have actually checked him as as a received project but it's technically not finished um is that uh is that i'm i know that you you blog about doing yeah a tutorial. That's his tutorial. Yeah. Uh, okay. And so it's currently forty-four hours long. There's two hundred and sixty-four lectures, but he's not finished yet. Wow, that's actually a lot, though. Is what was promised? Uh, uh, I would have to look at the trailer to find the specifics because it's not in writing. Fully detailed in in writing on the Kickstarter. Um, but basically, it's a, a course to learn how to use the, the API to, to do C++ and, and Blueprint stuff in Unreal Engine. Are you um, uh, using Unreal? Or are you intending to use Unreal? I used it at my last job. Right. Um, and and I feel like I want to continue using it. I, okay. I really like Unreal Engine, but it's not what we use at EA. Right. 
Um, so, so that course isn't finished, but there is, as of today, 44 hours worth of it that you can see, and it is clearly still in progress. Right. Um, so I, I've, I've marked that done, and I'm, I'm satisfied with what I have done of it so far. Um, cool. And then the other project I backed that was educational is called uh, Making a Stunning Fantasy RPG with Game Maker Studio. <laughs> Fancy and, Game Maker yeah. Studio. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So that's so that um, some of the content is available as, as I'm an early student for that. So hmm. I can access some of it, but it's not finished yet either. I see. Um, and that one actually just finished this August, August cool. 12th. Um, um, so, what was your motivation for that one? I don't know. I I haven't. I'm, I don't I'm, know a lot about Game Maker, so I don't know what. Uh... Well, my motivation is just that I don't, uh, I'm not a programmer, so I am interested in working on my own projects, but it's hard to know where to start with that. Um, So kind of testing the waters with what's available? Yeah, so so I've got one thing that's specifically Unreal Engine and C++, and, and I get to learn a lot about how to do stuff along those lines whereas mm. this one is specifically how to do like a, a jrpg right and it's not in unreal engine but my plan is to do it in unreal engine okay um so i will be reinforcing my unreal engine and, and troubleshooting stuff while i'm trying to do something that wasn't designed for it um and also kind of getting to to learn about a lot of the stuff that's involved in like inventory systems and, and stuff that uh, I might not figure out on my, completely on my own very easily. Got it. Cool. So, so I, I, I'm looking forward to finding time, hopefully next year, to doing that course. Um, cool. And then, so, so the games that I backed that succeeded, uh, I backed Rex Rocket, which um, I thought that was a, a pretty solid game. Right. Yeah. Um, it w- was estimated delivery in January 2014, and it was released. I think I got my copy in like June. Hmm. So they a were pretty off. on target. They're working on a new game right now that looks kind of like a Zelda game. Hmm. Um, and I wonder if there's any statistics. I wonder if there's any statistics out there on like indie companies that do Kickstarters and and how how uh, accurate they are how well they keep to their release schedules. Uh, delivery success rate, Kickstarter, games. That's my Google search that I just typed. Apparently only a third of video games fully deliver. Well, I'm wondering, of those that do deliver, that doesn't surprise me either, actually, but of those that do deliver, do they deliver on time, majorly late, usually a little late? Uh, I would expect that if a third just don't deliver at all then uh, two thirds don't deliver at, at least another third is late yeah yeah uh, I'm trying to skim this but I don't see anything here that ah, says about them being late uh, yeah that'd be interesting and this is from three years ago so it wouldn't exactly yeah. be accurate stats anyway sure but uh, and, and then the other thing that successfully delivered was Mighty Number no. 9 oh yeah I skipped <laughs> that one actually did you play it I heard I haven't Bad played it yet. Thing. It's uh, it's actually on my to-do list. I okay. intend on playing that next year. Right. Um, I've I've got a, a list of like 20 games that I think I might be able to get through next year. Right. I think that was one of the first of the uh, like 
they actually have enough money, but this is a publicity stunt kind of things. This is a publicity stunt by a big uh, name guy kind of things. No, I don't think that was the case for them. Um, I th- that was de- I think that was the case for Bloodstained Ritual of the Night. Certainly, yes, and Shenmue Three, both of which I backed because I don't I don't I'm remember so cool. which. I think Shenmue came after Bloodstained. I believe so as well. Yes. Um, and yeah, both of those were cases where they had funding, and it was like a publicity thing, extra funding. Uh, yeah. But Mighty Number no. Nine, I I don't believe they had any funding up front for that. They they were like working on stuff out of pocket, and then but, they announced it at PAX. Yeah, I remember that. But didn't they? Maybe afterwards they went and got a publisher anyway, or something. I don't really. You might remember the details. I'm not sure. I'm I'm not sure. Yeah. Um, from what I understand, the game is not, uh, the finest piece of workmanship that's been released. Yeah, I've Uh, heard. But I haven't played it yet, so I can't fairly comment. Fair, fair. Um, fair. (laughs) Uh, well, uh, looking at my list here, so I, I have my nine things. Um, I have, uh, two board games, two books, and... I guess five games, um, games being Tina Man 2, Radio of the Universe, and Emerald, and then just as I mentioned, Bloodstained and Shenmue 3. So Bloodstained, still looking forward to it. Um, not, I don't know, I'm not like insanely excited. I actually might be more excited for Shenmue 3. Um, Emerald I've kind of forgotten about, to be honest, but uh, Radio of the Universe I'm still looking forward to as well. Mm. And then Cheetah Man, man, my one, my only game that's actually been delivered. Yeah. Um, which I don't know. It was really just to put on the shelf, <laughs> so not a lot to say there, really. I mean, you can play the ROM. The game sucks. It's what you'd expect. Just this like chopped together, terrible side scroller platformer thing. Yeah. Um. So nothing too exciting there. Um. The board games, uh, as I mentioned, Bay Area Regional Planner, and then uh, Epic Card Game. Um. I'm trying to remember actually. Uh. Let me look at this again. If I remember correctly, this was... Uh, 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 I have to look at the cards. Yeah, this was fun. Um, it's like, I don't know how you describe it, simple Magic the Gathering without the collection element, I guess. It's just like that kind of game, you know? You just get your right. pack, you play with people. Um, I forget. I think it was a friend of a friend that was doing it, and that's the original actual reason I backed it. But, uh right. Yeah, it was fun. I don't know. Not not tremendously noteworthy, I guess. Um, and then the books are two art books. There's the Dynamic Bible by Peter Han. Uh, I don't know if you know who he is. No. Um, he's just a, he's a CGMA, uh, ah, CGMA instructor. Um, I kind of like his stuff. Dynamic what do you Bible. say it's called? Dynamic what? Dynamic Bible by Peter Han. Um, mm-hmm. I like his art style. It's just a... Uh, it looks interesting. Yeah, it's a collection of um, notes from his course. I haven't, like, done his course or anything. But uh, I do have the physical book. It's cool. It's nice. Um, I like it. Uh, and uh, another one called Masters of Anatomy, which I actually wish I had not backed. It was kind of very disappointing in the end. Um, and it was expensive. Right. Um, but it did eventually get delivered, so... Uh, maybe a year late. I don't know. It looks. It looks. Uh, I don't know what it looks like. I, I'm. I guess I'm just looking at a, a mock-up of it, not the actual book. So, uh, how thick was that? Very thick, actually. It's quite okay. a thick book. Yeah. 
the what they've show online looks like a magazine basically. Uh, no, it was it, I, <laughs> two uh, maybe inch, inch and a half. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's always weird because like I just clicked on it, the Masters of Anatomy book one, and it's like it's an anatomy book, but then like mm, the anatomy on everything that's shown here is very weird. Well, it, yeah. So the book was I don't know the point was interesting, I guess, where they had, like, all these, I don't know, famous, uh, mostly comic book artists yeah. um, come and draw in their own style or whatever. But right. it's not, it's not like, a useful learning tool, I guess. And then also it's not – I honestly don't remember why I backed it. I mean, the, the collection of artists, they're not artists I like necessarily. So mm. it's not like I want to, like, reproduce anything in that style. And then it's just, like, a single plain uh, – like figure from each different artist so it's not like this fine specimen of their work and some interesting right you know like from some interesting context it's just the simple like here's how i draw a person so um yeah that was kind of a, a mistake and it was pricey too i pledged uh 85 canadian which definitely was not i did not draw that value out of it right um but yeah i like the dynamic bible that was worthwhile yeah uh, there was, there was, um, so I've got three projects that were unsuccessful, uh, and I, so the, the, the first one that I backed was one that a, a friend of mine was doing and it just didn't get funded. What was it? Uh, Minion March. It's like, it like a tower defense. Okay. Um... And and I I think that was one of those cases like you said like you, you backed it because it was uh, someone you knew, right? Um, uh, and then the next one I backed is, I I guess I was kind of torn on that for a while because it's called Legend of Ia. How do you spell Ia? I Y A. I Y A. Legend of. And Ia. it's and it's a project that I I really wanted to support. Like, the guy had been working on this game for, like, ten years, and it was, like, this story about, like, how he's been working on this game, and it's time to finally get it done, and it was it was kind of inspiring, and I wanted him to succeed, so I backed it, and then before the thing finished, I, like, kind of reevaluated, and I decided that I didn't have enough faith that it was actually going to get finished, so I withdrew my pledge, mm. and, you know... It's been, it was successfully funded August 11th, 2013, and the game's not done yet. When was the, uh, I don't even see it here, when they expected delivery? Uh, I, I don't know. Um, A thousand comments? Uh, I'll take, is that like lots of people yelling at him? <laughs> probably. Please give us uh, an update. Yeah, like he, he's been completely radio silent for almost a year now. So Ooh, that's brutal. So at at the time, I felt really guilty for not contributing, and mm. then I was happy that he did successfully get funded. Right. Um, but then now I feel completely justified that I didn't give him my money in the end because <laughs> it's it's still not done. It's like I feel right. like if if the game does release, I, I might still buy it. Right. Um, um, which I think is a fair approach to take. I mean, you'd be essentially rewarding him for his work having finished it, right? Yeah. Um, which is nice. Uh, I, I don't know. The game looks nice. I like uh, it. It's appealing to me, like looking at the campaign page here. Um, but 
uh, yeah, <laughs> uh, backing out was probably the right thing to do. Although you could probably say that of a few of the other things we've we've yeah. uh, funded here. Um, and then the other one that I backed, uh, I was really disappointed that it didn't succeed because I like really expected that it could be, and I think they're still working on it. So maybe we'll see it eventually. But it's called War Tile. War Tile. And it's like a, a, a strategy. It looks like it's kind of like a Final Fantasy Tactics style game, but Is everything. War, war Tiles. W a r t i l e, all one word. Oh, maybe the space is killing it. Yeah, don't put a space. War Tile uh, cancelled. Okay. Oh, okay. Uh, maybe I saw this. Isn't this? Wasn't this a physical thing? No, this is Unreal Engine. Um, oh wow! And and it's all designed to look as though it's done with miniatures, like. Right. So to me, this looks beautiful, and it and it looks like it's got a really solid idea and stuff behind it. I don't really know why they weren't succeeding. I, I would be curious to, to figure out if it's just like a marketing issue or right. whether there's genuinely people aren't interested in the genre or because I don't know, like it, it was getting coverage in Kotaku and Polygon and PC Gamer and stuff like um, see that uh, it looks beautiful, honestly. I don't know. Just a yeah. lack of interest. I mean, I, I've. I feel like I've seen something very, very similar um, at PAX recently, actually. Uh, it might have even been them, because I, th- I think they're still working on it. Yeah, uh, I'm trying they, to actually they, they themselves said, look, this isn't going to succeed nearly the amount that we needed to. Let's just cancel it, and, and we'll mm. figure something out. So um, it got, like, Indie of the Year for Indie Database on for oh, 2016. Really? Wow. Oh, I guess the voting is going on. They're asking you to vote. Um, Got it. Yeah, I don't see it on my list here. Hmm. Uh, so I don't know. I've, I've, I'm, I'm definitely taking a different approach with Kickstarter now than I, I was at first. Like at first, it was like the designers of Quest for Glory and the soundtrack guy from Skyrim, and it's like, okay, I'm gonna back these people that. I really look up to and now it's like you need a little more than that yeah I think I'm gonna reserve it specifically for something that I think is going to get done and something um, that I, I actively want yeah I, I totally take the same approach now like Dynamic Bible um, one of the last things I, I backed here I forget what it was exactly but I mean the guy's just done a lot he's delivered a lot and he has built a lot he, he has all his, his courses and so forth I mean I was fully uh, certain he'd, he'd deliver and it was totally I never even thought that he wouldn't whereas like a lot of these indie especially like the one man indie game projects yeah, I it's almost a given it's not going to be on time or possibly ever even come out right yeah um so yeah uh i i'm very hesitant actually to uh pledge nowadays i think it's it's weird too because even if it's like ten dollars and you can get the game and then if it doesn't come out it's not a big deal just having it in my list and being constantly reminded whenever i go to kickstarter or whenever i get an update or something that i spent the ten dollars and never got anything it's like i'd almost rather just lose ten dollars you know what i mean it's yeah. like it becomes a negative experience at some point right yeah and of course that's especially so if you back something for some more significant amount right if you pay fifty dollars or something yeah yeah 
Which is, so it's interesting because there was one thing that I backed. Um, there's a, a band called Adamanaguchi. Yeah. Um, and I backed their album. And what was interesting is the album was already done and you could buy it. <laughs> okay. What was the? What was <laughs> so their, uh... I, I I backed the ten dollars to to get my digital download and uh, I guess they were trying to like fundraise like any money that came in they they wanted to use so that they could go on tour and stuff right. Okay. So. Um, so I had no problem doing that because it's like, yeah, I'll I'll definitely give you dollars. Uh, <laughs> you, were, you were buying a finished project. Yeah, it was, it was very much <laughs> a different experience by the sound of it. Yeah. yeah, and I mean, I don't know. It was like when we were working on our game and we were kind of talking about maybe doing a Kickstarter. I I know I tend to be risk averse, and especially yeah. back then where it was my first thing, where I was kind of like doing things on my own and so yeah. on. But I still. Right now, even I don't know. It's I just feel like Kickstarter would be such. Uh, there would be a huge element of stress unless you're like super confident you can deliver on time, um, it's, or it's, you have a good backup plan where it's like if I'm late, I can handle what's said to me, right? Yeah, I don't, I had a bit of a hard time uh, becoming interested in using Kickstarter because I had this notion that. You know the, their their mission statement or whatever is that it's supposed to be to back stuff that couldn't exist without this funding, right? And I felt like for us it wasn't an issue of funding because we were just doing everything ourselves and we were wanted to release digitally and stuff, and so it it felt like begging for money I didn't need. Yeah. Well, then, if that's your approach, which is a good approach, I think, but if that's your approach, what's your feeling on a lot of these projects that come out where probably they were in the same spot as us, if not even more so uh, comfortable with what they were already able to work with? I don't know. Um, I mean, you backed Bloodstained. Yeah, I backed Bloodstained, and, and, uh, you know, I felt dirty about it afterwards when I found out that they already had... uh, the, the funding that they needed beforehand. And so you didn't like, know that? What, I didn't that I didn't have that knowledge when I backed it. Would um, you have backed it? I mean, I think, like, it comes with the, the book and stuff. It's I, and, and, and that's why I bought it. Like, I, I yeah. got the $150 tier on that. Wow. It, it comes okay. with the, the art book plus everything that came before. I'd have to go into see what that everything is. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, Obviously, but, it's the art book that you're... Yeah, it was, it, was, it, it was kind of the art book that did it for me. Um, so, I don't know. Like, I guess I can think of it as being like a collector's item or something. Mm. Yeah. Um, right. I don't know. I I don't I don't tend to pay attention to Kickstarter at all these days. Like the, every now and then, like those two training courses, I I I came across that because I was actively searching for something at the time. Right. And I just happened to get lucky that it it was there while I was searching, but I, I I really don't spend any time whatsoever just browsing Kickstarter to see what's currently active. Hmm. Um. Yeah. For me, it's mostly like friends telling me about projects and stuff like that. Me kind of just seeing it through the uh, grapevine or through like Facebook updates or something. Mm. Um. I don't know. It was fun actually when I was more into Kickstarter. Yeah. Uh, it's just. It's just like, I think you're in the same boat. I mean, time, (laughs) really. It's like, I I see all these Steam games I want, and I could go on Kickstarter and back more games, but then what's the point, right? I I think part of it was just that 
maybe because we were pr- trying to produce something indie at the time like it, it feel it felt like we were getting to be part of the indie community and stuff mm, and, yeah it was a lot more relevant to our life and so yeah. on yeah indeed indeed well anyway uh i guess i'll, I'll keep you updated if i do ever <laughs> back something again ever again wow ever again you're not that enthusiastic uh, I I have no problem with with getting something from Kickstarter. It's just like I said, I'm not actively mm. searching for something to back anymore. So yeah, I've actually had people at, at work who like I don't know seem to be all all about Kickstarter, constantly bringing me update or co- constantly showing me projects and stuff. Um, yeah. I just haven't really seen anything that I've wanted to go out and and back. So um, I, I'd say there is a very real possibility that I'll continue to back projects at. Uh, I don't know a modest uh, mm. frequency, but nothing on my plate right now. And I like you don't don't actively dig through Kickstarter, so we'll see, we'll see. Yeah. All right. Um, cool. Don't suppose it's you've gotten time. any time to play anything new. <laughs> <laughs> well, I intend through this week, if possible, if I can sneak in a few minutes to hopefully beat uh, Cave Story. I mean, the game's not that long. I'm sure if it was like someone else's you know uh game podcast in within one week they'd list the games they'd beaten and it would be one of several like it's it's not a big deal to beat this game but still working at it that's it how about you uh so andrew and i've actually been playing uh games in the evening a little bit Hmm. um so we have uh started one called escape goat 2 Oh yeah, the scapegoat. I like a scapegoat. Yeah, you've played it. Yeah, yeah, it's fun. Yeah. It's kind of like puzzly, right? Yeah, yeah. Which, which tends to be the type of stuff that she enjoys. Yeah, of uh, course. Yeah, awesome. So, so it's 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 been good. We're I don't know, maybe only halfway through it or something. Uh, cool, cool. Just not bad. Cool, cool. You're you're kind of like me. It's like you're not all about playing these brand new games, but they tend mm. to be like three, four, five years old. Just not like twenty three, yeah. twenty four, twenty five years old. Yeah. Cool, cool. That, All that right. Com- that comes with my cheapness because I buy everything on sale. So Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm especially cheap, I'd say. Yeah. <laughs> well, have fun with that. Keep me posted. Yeah. All right. All uh, right. Talk to you later, brother. Take care, man. Cheers. Cheers.